Five o'clock hour, Burns and Gambo show live from the Auction Community Studio. Earlier today on the show, we played a soundbite from our next guest. He was on his podcast, The Hoop Collective Pod, and he said it would be a crime if Devin Booker didn't make one of the all-NBA teams. And while there's been all this talk about the MVP, and we were we are going to talk to Tim about that in a moment, kind of want to focus on maybe things that are a little bit more attainable and within reach. And joining us right now on the 72 Sold Sports Line from ESPN NBA writer and the Hoop Collective pod, Tim McMahon joins us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Tim, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the broadcast. We appreciate your time. Hey guys, appreciate you having me. Tim, you, you brought up a good conversation for us. We've been ultra focused on, on, uh, the MVP. I talked to Ramona Shelburne last night. I think she's got Devin Booker fourth. Not that we think Booker can win it. We just want to see him get consideration, finish in that top five. But your point on being all NBA first or second team, I think that like, that's a really good one. Uh, that's very attainable for Booker to either be first or second all NBA for uh, all NBA. Yeah, and to me, it's crazy that there's a discussion that he might not end up on on any of the three All NBA teams. And you know, people uh, in Utah will say, "Hey, Donovan Mitchell, leading scorer, very similar numbers on the team that had the best record in the league last year. What about that?" And first of all, I think Donovan Mitchell probably should have made third team All NBA. Second of all, though. Uh, what the Suns have done this year, they are a significantly better team, a significantly better winning percentage uh, than the Jazz were last year. Donovan missed several more games than, than Booker has this year, and Booker has become a two-way player. Um, if you don't believe me, ask Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and, you know, Donovan Mitchell was not was not too thrilled about uh, about uh, Rudy citing. Booker as an example of a star player who's, who's getting it done on both ends. But, you know, I thought he had a strong case. And then, you know, CP3 goes out. Obviously, he misses 15 games. There was, I think, an anticipation, oh, you know, hey, you know, number one seed might be up for grabs. Not only was it not up for grabs, but it was basically sealed before CP3 even made it back. And that was in large part because Booker was so dominant. Um, and so to me, if you want to talk about Luka and Jaw. Over Booker, okay. I, I cannot see a case for any other guard in the NBA. And, you know, with Ja missing most, if not all, the rest of the regular season, honestly, I think it's going to be pretty difficult to justify keeping Booker off of a first team. And the idea of putting LeBron as a guard to make sure he makes first team, <laughs> you, you don't get that right when your team double figures uh, below 500. What, Tim, what is, it, what is it, in your opinion, do you think that works against Devin Booker in a case like this? So what, what, what is what? the – I'm really, I'm really curious to hear the answer to this. What do you think works against him in an argument like this? I, I, so I don't think there will be anything that works against him because I, I, I'm going to be a, uh, optimistic of my media brethren and, and say that we can't screw this one up that badly. <laughs> you know, obviously – it's just, I mean, it's true. I don't think it's like, I don't think this is like any kind of like controversial take or anything. To me, it's it's very obvious. Now, we all understand in the past, Booker put up all NBA caliber numbers, and he was considered an empty stats guy. And then last year, you know, rightfully so, CP3 got the, I would say, the, the majority of the credit for uh, the, the Suns' drastic turnaround. But there's no possible way anybody can look at Booker and say, oh, he's not a winning player. The, the hell he ain't. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, there were a game. They, you know, they went to the, to, to the finals last year. He was awesome throughout the playoffs. Uh, he's been awesome for a team that's had 
uh, the best record this season, the second best record in the league last season. Um, so any any you know rep, basically his his early career rep has been proven wrong. So I just, I don't see how that could possibly play into it at this point. You know, the only thing we discussed was just the stench of losing for so long. I mean, they were a twenty win team for five years, and it was it was bad. It was ugly. Coaches coming and going, and players. I mean, yeah, you had. Uh, uh, Jackson was drafted, and uh, Josh Jackson, and Dragon Bender, and it was Marquise Chris. It was just so many bad years, and they're not that far removed from it. It's only two years, so maybe people still, in some ways, think about the Suns in the context of a team that was really bad. I, you know, not if their TVs worked during the playoffs last year. <laughs> listen, I listen. T- there was somebody on ESPN I mean, last night. There was there was a woman that said that the Devin Booker doesn't play any defense, and uh, it doesn't make. What was the other line she said? Something about. I, I, uh, I, 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 I don't think that's a direct quote. I don't think it's a direct. Oh, well, I mean, it was clear. I, I was, think you're using some creative license there, but, but again, but it was it was that you know he's not as he's not as committed to being a two way player as maybe others are, and that he's not as single handedly responsible for his team's success right, as maybe like, some other guys. Like, it was, wow. Yeah, and I'll just say this: among guards who are scoring 25 plus points per game, Devin Booker, I would argue right now, is the best defender in that group. Um, I don't think there's any question that he plays hard. But now, look. I'm not sitting here telling you Devin Booker needs to be on the all defensive team. Right, right. But I think when you when you when you play when you defend as well as the Suns do, you know, a bad defender cannot be playing whatever it is, 35, 36 minutes per game. And you know, you guys watch the games. He he's he's become a solid defensive player. And by the way, you know, Luka Doncic. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys he's a great defender, but. Same type of thing. When you defend as well as the Mavericks have for uh, most of the season, he stunk on the defensive and early in the season. So did the Mavericks. Um, but for the last few months, he's he's done his part on a very good defense. Certainly, that case can be made for uh, for Booker. And you know, Booker, Luke, with, like with Luca, they are always going to hide him on the least taxing assignment. I don't think that's the case for Booker. Yeah. Um, I, I think they do that much more with, with Chris Paul, and obviously Chris Paul has been a great defender for a long time, but just to try to kind of ease the wear and tear and put him in position to be a help defender. Uh, Tim McMahon from ESPN, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Last one from us before we let you go. And we, we got you on the show with the idea of talking about all NBA teams, but I do want to ask you about the MVP. Is In your mind, is there any shot at this point that Booker could rally himself in a position to be considered for that spot? Or are the top three so cemented there that at this point it'd be just too tough to crack? Yeah, I, I don't see MVP being within reach. I think he'll end up on a lot of ballots. I, I think he'll finish, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, somewhere in that mix, um, deservedly so. But I, I, I do think there, and really, it's going to come down to one of the big guys. I think it's going to be either Jokic or Embiid. Uh, Giannis will be third, and I think there's a pretty significant drop off after that. And you know, I, I've seen the numbers that. Uh, you know the, the Suns' propaganda numbers that are being, you know twenty five five and five on a team with X winning percentage. Every other guy has been an MVP, and I'm telling you, <laughs> they got to try. Some, yeah, they got to try. And, 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 hey, he, he's a, he's a legitimate MVP candidate. Um, who again, I think is going to be on a lot of ballots, but it, 
I, I can't sit here and tell you I think he should be a top three guy. Yeah, uh, four or five, I think. Is I, if he finished four or five, fifth, is legit. I'd, I'd be fine. All with NBA that. first team, I could see that for sure. Yeah, Tim, we uh, appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes, and we look forward to talking to you in the future. Okay, appreciate it, guys.